Hey, Juve Tini, welcome back to the All Juve Cast channel, where it's All Juve all the time. Okay, this is the post Derby de la Mola podcast, and uh, yes, unfortunately, we don't have that victory to cover and recap. We've got a one-one draw with a lot of frustration and a lot of uh, venting that might take place here. But uh, wow. Before we even started the show, we've already got an Allegri out as a start here from Sammy, okay? Well, we're going to get to uh, everybody, players and uh, manager, and discuss this one. Bob, morning, as always, on to Villarreal. He's already thinking about Villarreal, but uh, let's cover all the uh, news that's going to definitely affect that. Um, and yes, Arun here can't wait for all the volcanoes to erupt at once today. I don't know if we're going to be... Uh, volcanoes erupting uh, i've calmed down a little bit but uh there's still a lot of frustration there um death clutch our man there we go there we go okay i've got rap i've got lex are you guys ready to uh to our best to uh make sense of what exactly we watched yesterday <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, uh, is uh, still probably trying to process what impact it is that we saw. Lex? Yeah, you said it best. I think the emotions has worn off a little bit since right after the game yesterday. Maybe if the pod was right after the game, it would have been different, but still yeah. feeling frustrated. I went back and rewatched some of the second half too. So, yeah, it wasn't pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it wasn't. Uh, I watched uh, I watched it again. Obviously, I watched them uh, live at work, and then uh, when I get home, I usually go through again. And this one, I literally I had to stop because just in case you know I didn't catch enough of it live to have a full understanding. No, I had full understanding even just watching through work. There's nothing else I needed to see out of this one, but. Let's go through the highlights real quick. There's not a lot of highlights in this one. Um, so we'll start off with uh, Torino really being the more dangerous side, even out of the gate. And uh, this was one that uh, Chesney did well because the player was there for a tap-in, and uh, he actually kicks it away. And luckily, single was out of place to not be able to pounce on that and put it in a, an open cage right there. So, uh, yeah, some... Uh, Nervy uh, starts to uh, this one from uh, Juve. And then uh, we actually had a really, really good counter. Uh, very, very nice play as Vlaovic sets it uh, back to uh, Lotelli, who springs uh, Rabio of all uh, players. And Rabio does very, very well. Unfortunately, he goes wide far post with his effort. And uh, again, that was a very, very nice counterattack. Good stuff there. Then we have a goal. We have Delict going beast mode on this corner, not even caring where uh, Vlaovic was, but this was something we saw in all set pieces. Delict was pretty much taking the space occupied by Vlaovic and just coming basically behind him and just attacking that. Uh, I saw it on almost all of our set pieces, so it looks like that's what they're trying to do is Vlaovic opening up the lane so Delict can get in there and uh, hammer down. This one works, and uh, yeah, there you see him getting right up above Vlaovic and his uh, defender and uh, Barry in there for the 1-0 lead. Great start. Fantastic start for Juventus. We're going to put the boots to Torino, right? Ah, And this is where the problems start to set in. And um, I'll get to what I saw and everything, but uh, we were 
far from clamping down on uh, Torino. Now, they didn't really do a whole lot in the half that uh, got things dangerous. And we should start off by saying a bit of a change when Rugani gets injured in the warm-ups. And he has to come off. So Sandro actually ends up going in as centre-back. Okay, And after he goes in as centre-back, Pellegrini ends up having to enter the pitch and be the uh, left-back. So that's how we actually started the match. Midfield, we had uh, obviously uh, Zaccaria, Rabio, and Locatelli, and then the Trident up top. So it was very, very interesting uh, changer and made a lot of Juventini nervous. Here you have Torino's equalizer. On glance... Sandro's not terribly far away from Belotti, but this may as well be a mile, okay? Um, because what ends up happening here is Sandro takes one more step here, but it's way too far from Belotti. And on the cross here, you can see he's diving. That one step takes him out of it, and Belotti's taken one step back to put himself in place to hit this. He does. It goes in 1-1. And there you have it. Uh, the one moment where Sandro absolutely couldn't be the one that made an error. Positioning uh, got the better of him on that one. 1-1. One, one. And Torino. Torino finished up the stronger of the sides. And actually almost buried another one. This was Mandragora going just wide late in the game, which would have given uh, Torino a huge, huge uh, victory against us. So, yeah, this is kind of where we finish up. Um, that's it for the highlights. Like I said, there's not a lot in there in this one. Uh, frustrating moments because Dybala had to leave the pitch in the 54th minute. Uh, De Chilio had to enter at halftime for Pellegrini. And, uh, yeah, you don't get the job done. In the 74th minute, we have a substitution. Vlaovic ends up being the one getting taken off for Keane. And then Artur and Locatelli are the exchange. These subs... Always. We're strange. So you need a goal. Vlaovic is the one that gets taken off. But it's not only just that. It's the fact that Moise Keane has not been able to establish himself as that front man. So even if you, say, wanted Keane to come into this game, he should have been brought in as a winger, in my personal opinion. But then even if you were going to do that, you have Ake, who is much more dangerous as a winger. And I probably would have given him an opportunity to go in there and cause some havoc. Locatelli and Arthur needed to share the pitch. We got absolutely owned because we had a physical midfield and no, like nothing dynamic or versatile about it whatsoever. I actually said it on the match day live. I said, my concern is that you have a midfield that is so like physical that they have nothing else. And I was worried the Trident would be left to dry. That's exactly what you saw. No link up whatsoever between mid and forwards, not even fullbacks and forwards. Guys, Fly at her. Uh, thoughts on uh, this one and uh, what I just said in my summary. That's how I felt. The whole thing was broken. Uh, and, you know, he wasn't able to uh, make adjustments or corrections to turn the tide. Uh, let's start with uh, Lex and your thoughts, and then we'll get Raf's. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, Al. Like, everything you said, was that's pretty much exactly how I felt. Everything felt very fragmented. I think 
Um, the puzzle pieces weren't working together as a unit yesterday, and that was quite evident. Uh, as you mentioned, the trident was pretty isolated. I think that it's important to have link up, especially because the players in our trident don't necessarily have pace to be by themselves like that. We didn't have the support for them from the middle. Um, Max's substitutions were interesting. As you mentioned, he um, substituted Arthur and Locatelli. It always feels like he always does that. Whenever Arthur's coming off the bench, it's for Locatelli or vice versa. Hardly, hardly ever share the pitch together. And we're almost in March. And I think the only time we've seen them play together is when Landucci was coaching, which making the jokes about Landucci as you will. However, that was, and we scored how many goals when he was not so much because he was on the bench, but because we actually had that Arthur Locatelli pairing. So I feel that, um, especially when Dybala came off injured, I thought for sure now we have even less of a, a connection to our attack because Dybala is usually the one that plays that role. I thought for sure that he was going to put Arthur in the deep-lying role and that he was going to shift Locatelli up to the left, take off Rabiot, so then Locatelli could kind of try and fill that gap that um, Dybala was going to be leaving when he went off the pitch. And, um, and just for Dybala too, I think, and I was thinking about it too yesterday, and I think that injuries yesterday, also important to take into account, were kind of unfortunate for us. We were kind of limited with who we could play. I think the game yesterday could have used someone like Berna, just because, if, especially if we wanted to switch to that 4-4-2, which not my favorite choice, but if we had to go for that, we would have at least have a, had a winger to play across the middle four because we were we were playing four central mids across the middle four in that four four two that we switched to, and I was just like, I don't know how this is working right now and how we expect to score with that. Or um, as we saw in December when Dybala was hurt, Berna could have picked up some of the slack as he did when he kind of carried that role. Um, to, to an extent, Dybala yeah. does during that period. So having him out, I felt, was kind of unfortunate for us, too. You mentioned there was Ake on the bench, didn't necessarily go to him. Um, and it's just, it was frustrating. And then Vlaovic, too, took him off. We're seeing some, like, Vlaovic uh, slander now out there because of, you know, I guess one goal in four games now. And it's just, like, for me, it's frustrating. Like you said, it's hard to not put some of these things on Allegri. And I've tried to like defend him before, but some of these things, it's like, you got guys like Morata, how many goals and assists did he have last season? Now it's like, he doesn't even remember how to score sometimes. Or it's like, um, I, I mentioned too, I tweeted out like Ronaldo had his lowest goal scoring season under Allegri when he was at Juventus. And so it's just, yeah, it, it's, there's, you know, it's there's hard. A there's a lot to process uh, for sure, but uh, some Go of the ahead, points Raph. that you hit on, we're going to actually break down uh, after we get to uh, man of the match here. But Raf, uh, quick, quick summary and thoughts, uh, you know, running through your mind after this uh, Derby de la Mola. I don't know. I feel like I feel like my Wi-Fi right now doesn't want me to to speak. Like my connection is moving crazy, so I'm going to just keep it brief. But I have no fucking words. I had a, I I want to recap the game. I'm, just, I'm I'm pissed. From top to bottom, yesterday, everything was a complete mess. We have a coach that cannot coach a team to string three passes in the opposition final third. It is embarrassing. I genuinely have nothing to say. Like, I'm smiling, but I'm yeah. fucking I'm pissed. Embarrassing, embarrassing I'm is pissed. Uh, one way to pull it. Now, one way to look at it, as Death Clutch has said, is that considering Sandro played centre-back, 
Pellegrini got injured. Dybala also got subbed off, not to risk injury. Not the worst game we've played. Well, here's the thing. Was Max that handcuffed? And this is what we're going to dive into. But first, we may as well cover Man of the Match. Uh, brought to you by StripedChartsApparel.com. So everybody, there's a couple ways to support the channel and pod. We thank you all. And of course, it's Super Chat uh, that's enabled. Those are just donations if you feel up to it. Otherwise, the other one, if you want to get yourself some cool merchandise from uh, StripedChartsApparel.com. Check them out. And then uh, obviously, proceeds go to uh, a rotating carousel of charities. And... They help support the pod and channel. So there you have it. Uh, but the man of the match for me, if I had to pick one for Juve, it's clearly a delict. Uh, delict for me, um, no brainer. Easy, easy call in this match to make. Um, and that's for me. Uh, Raf's having some Wi-Fi issues. We know that. We'll see if he can get back in here. Lex, you're man of the match. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with you. It was delict through and through. I mean, I, I don't even know like where else I would give that, you know what I mean? I think that especially with his goal and with the solid performance in the back, I would have to go with Delict too. Yeah. So we both got Delict. Raf, any surprises from you on man of the match or Delict for you as well? Delict. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So now it's time to tackle the fun stuff. Now we get, uh, we get going here. So in reference to, death clutch and what he was saying about considering you know obviously sandro playing center back pellegrini getting injured to bobby and uh not wrist and pulled not the worst game we played here's the thing it may as well it may as well have been the worst game we have played because there was absolutely no link um no link up between midfield between fullbacks and between um the attack the trident was left hanging um and uh it's no surprise that it's it's far too predictable and far too easy for teams to shut us down and stop us uh, from doing anything um it's just not working you see all the escape there's very little off the ball movement when we get the ball at the back everybody's just standing there because they know the ball is just going to get pumped to vlaovic this is not a strategy for success. And then when he does get the ball, there was only a couple instances where the midfield, one of the midfielders was even close enough for him to play off of. Now, the question remains, was Max that handcuffed? Was he that handcuffed in this game that he couldn't have made some changes that would have helped the team? I say no, he wasn't that handcuffed. There was no need for Locatelli to leave the pitch. Arthur could have come on. That's fine. Uh, Rabio and uh, Zakaria at the start with Locatelli in that uh, Regista spot. It's way too one-sided on the physical side of things, but you lose so much in play. I do not believe that Max was handcuffed in this one. I will say no. Raf, what are your thoughts? I think I need to remind people that last season, we played at home against Lazio, a back four of Cuadrado, Demiral, Alexandro, and Bernardeschi at left back, with Danilo playing the register role. There is no excuse for Allegri to not have done better in the game yesterday. I don't care if we had Sandro playing at left centre back. 
We did that last season and we won 3-1 without Ronaldo on the pitch. He was on the bench. So you can't even use that. He got bailed out by Ronaldo because Morata and Rabio were the ones who, who, who won us that game. So for me, no excuse. I do not want to hear Alexandro was playing centre-back as the reason as to why we lost because that's not the reason as to why we lost. And I hate Alexandro and I'm defending him. <laughs> that is... That's strong, and right now, Raph is my spirit animal. I love it. Uh, Lex, was he handcuffed? I agree with you guys. I don't think so. I think that, um, you know, he's for coach, too, that kind of can pride himself on some pragmatism, too. I expected to see some better changes made, and I feel like it wasn't necessarily the back line that lost us the game. I mean, it was there was a Sandro error, you could say, arguably, but otherwise I thought it felt he was pretty solid. I think we lost the game in the middle of the pitch, as we tend to a lot, where we seem to like have problems with that midfield. And as Raf kind of mentions, I look back to last season, and how many times did Pirlo have to run a Rabiot-Bentoncourt double pivot because he didn't have anyone else quite honestly, to play with in the middle, especially when that period when Arthur was injured. So it's just like we had so many midfielders available yesterday, and I don't understand why he played the combinations he did. And, and like you said, we mentioned about the substitution. Why did he take Locatelli off the field? And why did he go for the – he seems to like to go for that physicality in the middle, but I just – I am the same. I wanted to see something different. I wanted to see – different combination. I didn't think he was handcuffed enough. Definitely not in the midfield, at least for me. Yeah. So still on the players to play. Here's my issue with this comment from uh, our own Anthony is each player brings their own skill set, their own set of traits, their own abilities. It is to the manager to put them together in a way that brings out cohesive play and play as a team if i can sit here in this office and look at a lineup and tell you that i'm concerned about the midfield not being able being too one-sided on the physical part and not being able to uh, operate properly and not be able to support an attack that's a problem that Vax needs to deal with again you're mid-game say you start that game that's fine we're in control, say it's 1-0, everything's going fine. All of a sudden, they tie it. Your correction is to take one of the players that can support that offense and just substitute them for another holding midfielder. That's your correction. Then the other is to obviously come in, bring Keenan for your most lethal attacker. Why? Keen looked completely lost, has looked completely lost. There's there's nothing there that would have sparked any kind of uh, threat or attack. That It's just, for me, this is the biggest issue with Max. Max used to be known. He used to be known and praised for his ability to make the changes and the shifts required to get these things going. He has not been able to do that. Is that a fair assessment? Do you guys agree with that? Raf, Lex? Yeah, I agree. This is a big problem. I don't care if he gets it wrong at the start. I could deal with that. That's fine. Any single one of us here could have watched that game and told you at least a couple things that we should have attempted. Attempted. I can't I can't be fine with him um, not at least attempting this. And 
the the fact that it comes off so arrogant and so stubborn is what drives me the, the drives me mad really because this insistence on not playing Locatelli and Arthur together is absolutely making me go crazy. There is no reason for that. Arthur deserves it based on his recent performances, and Locatelli has shown that he could be more effective. My next question to you and everybody on the live, are we wasting Locatelli the way we're using him right now? Yes. Yeah. How many times, I think Eric mentioned in the chat, how many times was Locatelli like in line with the center backs yesterday? Sometimes it felt like we were playing like five across the back because he dropped so deep, which, okay, probably was to cover because of having Sandro there, having a bit of a late shift. But I still agree. I think we absolutely waste Locatelli in that deep line playmaker role. I think he's so much more effective and dangerous around the box. And if we can get him up the field, and the only way to do that is relying on a solid Regista to take that role for, for him. And I mean, we have Arthur, and as you mentioned, Al, based on his recent performances, I would like to see him there more. And I just, I think that we have Arthur, why not start trusting him there more? Like, I, I don't, that's what I'm not getting. Like, why aren't we playing him there then? You know, like. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Raf has, has Max lost his touch when it comes to the changing? Um, definitely. What I'd say is I don't agree about the Locatelli point solely because at Sassuolo last year, he was their deepest midfielder. Statistically, he is one of, if not the best progressive passer in Europe. How he's being wasted is being played in a team that just doesn't hold possession of the ball. And any time he gets the ball, he's being told by Allegri, fuck it, just lump it up to Vlaovic, he'll try to win a 50-50 and we'll go from there. That's how he's being wasted. The only reason he looks as good as he does going forward is because all of our midfielders are so completely, ridiculously useless in any other area of the pitch. So like I tell you, when he goes up, he's the only one that actually has some sort of technical ability. So compared to Rabio on the edge of the box or, I don't know, uh, um, uh, Bentancur when he was here on the edge of the box. Locatelli yeah. is the only midfielder with actual technical ability. So he looks good going forward. But statistically, from how he was being used at Sassuolo, for me, he's a regista. And if you're a team that plays a possession style of football, he will look a million times better than he's already doing now. Yeah. And I That's don't disagree with that. I don't, I don't disagree with you um, at all, really. But I think how it's wasted for us is because of the other point you made while you were saying that is that what you get from the other guys he's miles ahead of and in on this particular team he is of more value in my personal opinion to get him up that pitch to help there was a couple and instances in this match I won't disagree but there's a couple instances in this match where he found himself on the left side and he made a ball through to Pellegrini that Rabio would have turned back and gone to center with and we know he would have because Rabio did it five times after that in the same damn game. So it's like, I get what you're saying. Okay. He can do that. He could, he could play that role. That might be the best right now on this team. I don't think it is the best to keep Locatelli there because nobody else is going to give you uh, as much as what you need out of the side there. And if Arthur can cover that and play that, he has been doing well. Locatelli's got to be one of that other spot, that other Midfield, uh, the right side can be left for McKenny, Zakaria, Rabio's at the bottom of the totem pole. Like, 
that's that's how I see this midfield right now. And I've said it when um, uh, we even uh, brought those guys back. I said, for me, Locatelli and Artur are pretty much a lock. And everybody else I see rotating in that one position. Uh, that's how I see this this midfield being our best combination of what you can do. But when you when you see this is part of my frustration with Max again as well. Even in his press conference, he keeps he's so stubborn about the fact that he says it's going to be one of you know McKenny um, and Zakaria and whatnot. Doesn't even mention Rabio, and then look at Deli and Artur, one of them. What on earth? Like how many more examples? Even when you see in a couple of weeks, um, back to back, that Artur and Locatelli changed games for us. Yeah, this is the part that frustrates me the most is when he goes against the signals, the signs, other signs he went against. Keane up front leading an attack can't do it, can't do it. He could be in a two man pairing or he could play on the wing. Um, frustrating stuff, but Raf. You are right. You are right about Locatelli. On this particular team, though, right now, I think it benefits us to to slot him over. But uh, you're not you're not wrong whatsoever. So midfield combinations. If you had to, what's your top combo? For me, it's Locatelli and Arthur share the pitch. Zakaria or McKenny is a toss up. How do you guys feel? Yeah, exactly the same. I'm still sticking with the. Like McCarthyrelli or Zach or Zach Arthurelli because that's it for me. I think that it has to be Arthur in that role. It has to be Locatelli and Arthur together, and then McKenny and um, Zakaria play a similar role. I see them interchanging on on that one side and uh, bring one in as a super sub or start one. That's that would be yeah. my midfield. Yeah. Raf, is there any way, shape, or form that you would try Zakaria ahead of the center backs and put? Locatelli on one side and a different mid on McKenny maybe on the other side of him. Um, Arthur at, at the bottom, Locatelli on the left, Zachary on the right. There you go. There you go. All right. So we're all kind of in agreement on the midfield combos and how we have to do it. Wasting Locatelli is an interesting discussion because wrappings up. Great, great points. But again, we have to start figuring out what's going to make this team tick. Because right now, yesterday, that ain't it. And that was way too uh, broken up and divided in play. We need to be far, far better. The trident. is the tri This question keeps coming up because they're just not rolling. Lex brought up the stats and whatnot. Is the trident still the way to go? Or do we need to get wingers involved obviously we're waiting for Bernardeschi to uh, be available and whatnot he has had a decent year and whatnot we have Ake in the fold Quadrado has not been himself this year and I've been saying this for a while and I don't see this shift in the attacking threat that he posed last season um, and setting up a lot of goals I don't see this out of Quadrado I'm very very concerned about the dip in Quadrado's play to be honest do we need wingers involved, or is the Trident still the way to go for you? Uh, let's start this one off with Raf. I've never been a fan of the Trident, so I don't care. I don't like Morata, so if he takes a seat, I don't care. Cuadrado isn't the same Cuadrado as last season. That's because Allegri doesn't know how to use him to the best of his abilities, like Pirlo did. Who do we have to play on the wing? If you, if you 
next week, throw me a team with I don't care how inexperienced they are, give me something different. And you put Ake on one side and Sule on the other. I don't care. Give me something different. Something different. But if we're just going to throw any non-performing player on the wing for the sake of it, I'm going to lose my shit. Ugh. I'm going to lose it. Raph is spicy today. I like it. I like this Raph. I like this Raph. Uh, Lex, what are your thoughts? Trident's still the way to go. We know you're a big fan of the Trident. Raph's yeah. not a fan of it. I like the Trident still. I still think it's our strongest attack option. I mean, wingers right now, like with who, – who are you going to put there? That's kind of where I'm at. Like with Berna out, got rid of Kulu. I seem I always prefer I still prefer Quadrado in the back. I know some people have opinions on him playing right back, but uh, that's my question. And I, I don't think it was necessarily tried. I think we've seen the try and work really, really well together. I think yesterday it was they were too isolated, as you mentioned. It was more of a problem in the middle, which kind of seems to always be where problems <laughs> end up going back to. But yeah, so I'm not opposed to getting a winger involved or whatnot. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be Vlaovic, Dybala, and Morata, whatnot. So I'm not locked in on it by any means. But I think Lex brings up the biggest point is that if you're going to play your midfield like that, I don't really think it matters. Like, I don't think there's anything drastic that changes in yesterday's match because of how broken it was from mid to attack. I don't see a winger any of the wingers coming in and all of a sudden changing things drastically in this particular game because we gave up possession and play to Torino. This is the part that probably frustrates me the most is this is not a sustainable way of playing. Like to actually enter matches and you get a 1-0 lead in the 13th minute. The first thing I noticed was we completely backed off the ball carriers, the pressure to win the ball back just declined drastically once we took that one goal lead. That is terrible. That is a terrible, terrible game plan. How on earth is that a good game plan under normal circumstances, let alone with Sandro playing at center back? So you've got a makeshift center back and your idea is the second you go up, to just relieve pressure and invite the other team to play and try and create. How on earth is this the way to play? If anything, we should have been increased the pressure and kill the team off and get a substantial lead in order to be able to feel safer about Sandra, Sandro as center back. This is crazy for me to watch and us actually enter games with this game plan of just sitting back and being on the back burner not only this like in my personal opinion this is the biggest waste for all players involved so we talk about potentially wasting Locatelli at that position and everything like that this is a waste to be a part of this system or this belief or anything as a player because it absolutely kills you. It kills your creativeness, kills your uh, drive, kills your... Like, this is a brutal way to play. 
Okay. And I've been a part of teams where we went after uh, certain matches and literally went into it and said, Hey, we're going to park the bus is defense first. We're going to try to just like smash them out on a counter. And it is the worst garbage I've ever been a part of. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Got the nacho, not for Alberto. Raf, you were uh, throwing your hands up while I went on on that rant and everything. This is just not a sustainable way to play. And it, this cannot be on the players. This is on Max and nobody else for that, right? Bro, it this is this is what I, I, I didn't like when like I was seeing um up, it's up to the players to perform on the pitch. Because if you have a guy who cannot play left back and you stick him at centre back, why is your game plan? to invite pressure for them to fucking attack you and attack you and attack you with a defence that can't defend. I tweeted it before the game. I was like, yo, it doesn't matter who your defence is. If you can attack well, you will win this game. Because if you hold possession of the ball, they're not going to attack you and fucking expose the shit players you have at the back that can't do their jobs. So why was our plan from the moment we scored the goal to just invite pressure repeatedly on a left back that can't play left back playing center back and look at the goal that we conceded it was us inviting pressure our left back was caught not marking off the other fucking number nine and they equalized and i fucking predicted it i was like yo this shit is gonna happen and it fucking happened why because i fucking knew it I Raph do want to strangle just, someone, bro. This is a Raph I have not seen in a long time. And everybody's got to remember, Raph was one of Allegri's biggest, biggest fans um, during his first tenure and everything. So it's it's not like Raph has always had this, this feeling towards Max. He definitely has it. But uh, Lex, the game plan, like this just, it's it's my boy. This goes back to the stubbornness and uh, and whatnot now. You know, do you have faith in Max with this team and uh, moving forward? Maybe if we even talk about next season. It's interesting because this was something that I was frustrated with regarding Max, like back to our the other time when we had him, especially near the end of the first time he was our coach. And he seemed to like certain players to play certain roles. And it felt like there's nothing you could do to change that. And I feel like he's adopted Rabiot as that type of player for him as, as was Kadira back in the day. I remember. And I just, I remember it kind of feels, sometimes it feels like deja vu, like getting frustrated that he's keeps playing these guys and they keep underperforming or they're mediocre. And it's like, why can't we try to spark something new? And so that's where my frustrations lie with Max. And I've, I've said it before too. And he, he, the excuses he had in the first half of the season was not having the players to bail him out. And now I, I do, I feel like the trans, January transfer window brought him those players that he needed. However, like I mentioned earlier too, is that something that frustrates me about Max is that he gets the best out of the players that 
you don't think would make as much of an impact. Like he got a lot out of Rugani and Dishilio and some other players, but he limits our best players. Max does not get the best out of our best players. And I saw someone in the comments mention as well that it's, it's like having a Ferrari and leaving it parked in the garage. Like we, we've got Vlaovic now. And back when we had Chiesa, he did not get the best out of Chiesa at all. Like, what did he have? Like, I think three goals he ended up finishing with. And so it's like, you know, we have tools like that and like Locatelli too. And it's just, I know it's kind of the squads changed. It's hard to go back and compare to last season now, but I just feel like Max is a lot more available to him than like Pirlo and some of the other managers did before. And so I feel like I'm just, I'm waiting. And you, you asked me looking to next season, like, I don't know. I think we're, our team, we do lack in a couple areas. We lack, I think, another solid guy in the middle, either another solid regista or attacking midfielder. But I think Max got to do better with what he has. And that defense on Max of the roster and whatnot is dying. Like, that's dying. <clears throat> if your management comes out at you with a, a Mercado that a lot of fans are calling a nine, or, you know, 9.5 rating. You've brought in, at the time, the leading goal scorer in Capo Canineres. He was tied with Immobile at the time we brought him in. You've brought in a midfielder like uh, Zakaria, which gives you a couple options. You can spread out your midfield much better. But our play now all of a sudden is arguably worse. I gave him the benefit of the doubt in a couple of matches because I said, because it wasn't so broken. Obviously, different midfield combinations and whatnot. The one yesterday was way too one-sided. That combination in the midfield was far too one-sided, and we knew it. But he couldn't even get the changes right. It's it's really it's really becoming an issue. But this thing on players, that argument is starting to die down drastically because he has a very very good squad now. Okay, um, he's got a lethal uh, nine. He's got uh, a good combination uh in the midfield much better than what torino has so if people want to throw the this roster thing at us or whatnot and it, like even anthony our own team member talking about the players still need to play man what are we doing you're banking on rabio are you gonna tell me the players need to play when rabio is one of the guys out there keen comes in as a sub it's like these guys are not doing anything when there's You've literally taught them to shut down after a goal. This is the worst mindset. This is the worst frame of mind to try and play in. And I think Raf got so hot earlier that he's fried his Wi-Fi and now not even able to uh, uh, take part in this. But that is so detrimental from a mind, like a mind frame uh, mentality approach. Like it just kills. It kills players. And you're basically like I said this earlier on. Remember earlier in the season when DiBala said we don't play good football. We need to work hard, and that's it. What not? That drives me nuts because that was literally at the time them accepting. That they're gonna, that they're supposed, this is all they're capable of. That is brutal. And you know why that's brutal? Because as a manager, I would never want my players to believe that garbage football is all they're capable of. I would want their sense of belief to be way better than that from our players. And I would never want my captain to walk out there and admit and say that, yeah, we played like 
we play garbage football. This is how we play. We're not capable of good football. That drives me absolutely nuts. And if this team thinks that, it, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. They are capable of far more. And it is a manager's job to find that balance, find that. This Max is losing me. He is losing me. Okay. And he's got to get it right. The players, of course, they need to perform. But when you're set up in a manner that makes no sense, even from us as fans watching, and then you see it unfold, the changes need to be on point. And they weren't. That's my rant on Max and everything. Do we have the players to right the ship? How confident are we this team finishes top four? Lex, how confident are you this team finishes top four? I said it um, before we even had the transfer window that I, with the players we had, I still thought we were going to finish third. And I still do think that we are going to finish third. I'm still confident that we should. I think with if you look at the players that we have, I think that there's no excuse for us not to finish top four. I think and it's the coach's job to get the best out of the players that he has. And so, yeah, I'm still confident we're finishing top four. I think it, it, I think it would be considered a failure if we don't this season. Yeah. I am still confident we get in top four. Um, I'm not going to say that this one, you know, it definitely, definitely doesn't help um, things whatsoever. But uh, I still say we finish top four. Raf, are we still finishing top four? No. What? Holy buzz. Raf is really on one today. We're not finishing top four? You know, do you, you know, all it takes is one more loss and one more draw, and it's impossible to get more points than we did last season under Pirlo. In our next 12 games, we need to get 10, 11 wins out of 12 for us to do better than we did last season with a coach that instantly improves this team, I was told. Yeah. And last season, we, we made top four on the last day because of fucking Verona. Yeah. So there's no, I don't, no, I don't believe we're getting top four. This and year. I left this comment on from Eric saying that Max could struggle as a coach, but doesn't mean players can't struggle either. Of course the players are struggling. But if you're going to single out Vlaovic yesterday, Vlaovic was left isolated and literally told, okay, yeah, trap everything up there. There's nobody playing off of him. There's no one, the spacing, everything is, is is broken we had a midfield again completely separated they were all their own entities in yesterday's match that is not on the players it isn't it isn't you have a midfield you have a defense and you have an attack that's what we had yesterday we had nothing combining or anything together and that's not the first time and that's why max takes a lot of heat from me but raf Saying we will not get top four. Interesting, interesting. I mean, I hope we I hope we got to get in there. Now we know what comes up on Tuesday. We got the Champions League match against Villarreal. Dybala and Rugani are going to get tested uh, tomorrow or not, but Dybala's most likely going to be out. Uh, I think uh, somebody even jumped the gun on trying to confirm that, regardless of his uh, tests being tomorrow. Uh, but they are saying that it's going to be... Uh, yeah, most likely that he is out. Somebody brings it up here, right here from Swati. Dybala missing the Champions League round of 16 first leg for the third year in a row. We know that things change so quickly. Um, and there are so many ebbs and flows throughout a season. Ups and downs. And 
you're high and then you get brought right back down so quickly. So Dybala, do we let him walk? Do we let him walk? I know this is hard for Lex with a handle like at Dybala, but do you let him walk? Raph, do you let him walk? No. No. So Raph stays strong on not letting Dybala walk um, regardless of uh, injury woes. It, it, it has to be said. Um, it, and it kills me because I love Paolo, but it it is he, – he would be categorized uh, – as injury pro, I know it's hard to uh, some people, and I even presented the argument against saying um, that he's injury prone because of the fact that he still reaches 30 plus games in all his seasons other than one. But man, it's the biggest thing with him is the timing. It's always the most crucial matches, the crucial times, and it highlights things uh, in a big, big way that he misses them. But Lex, let him walk. No, I think you all know that that's still my answer. But I, I do agree. Like it's um it seems to happen at the worst times and it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating as a as a fan. I can imagine how frustrating it is for him as a player that has to miss this because it's injuries. I don't know his body keeps letting him down for some reason. Um I still think like he's still a huge huge piece of this team I think like when he went off the field yesterday like that was when I declared the game over because that was it like whatever little bit of connection we had and creativity on the field was gone so I think you just you can't replace that at least like I don't see someone to replace that right now that we can get in order to let him walk so no but yeah what is what is our obsession with wanting to sell our best players (laughs) <laughs> I've seen more Delic needs to leave. I've seen more Dibala needs to leave than Rugani, fucking Rabio, than all, all these other crap players that we that, that we um employ. Like, uh, what is our obsession with getting rid of our best players first? I don't get it. If Dibala were to leave, it cannot be for free. Like this team cannot afford to let it happen for free. That says one. So let them walk, no. Are his injuries a problem? It's it's hard to say no. You can't. You just can't say no at this point. They are because of how important he is to us. Um, so it is. It's it, This is a brutal, brutal scenario for Juve. You can see why there would be some reluctance to probably, you know, dish out that money. But we can't afford not to. Like, you, you've got to either sell him or yeah you lock in and he's he's your guy but walking i don't think is uh, a solution um so he's probably out for the champions league clash on tuesday um rugani obviously test tomorrow Bonucci, there's a possibility makes it into lineup for tuesday uh pellegrini will be assessed on a day-to-day basis how confident are we in the next round of champions league now we felt so different for a couple matches anyways Raf, we getting bounced? We're getting popped. Oi. Oh, Raf, today. <laughs> We're playing real I know, I know, I know. This is this is this is this isn't the joke. This is the best teams in Europe that we're playing against. If we can't do the job against these any any who players, teams, 
What makes us think we're going to go in, into the Champions League? And you know, you know, we're playing probably a bigger terrorist than Allegri in Emery. He's going to outschool Allegri in terrorism. He's going to out terror the terrorist. Oh man, I I know I know all these things. I know all these things. Alex says Max will do his Capnacho thing, and we will get the draw. Oh man, Savvy, Raf, you're taking my la- you're talking my language. Oh man, Raf is on one today. Uh, Lex, are we gonna make it through? Yeah, I still think so. I think like Dybala being out is not great for us, but I think you know if Max can pull something out of his hat like he did in that the first leg against Chelsea with the Berna false nine or do something, I think, yeah, I think it'll be okay. But, I mean, it's, yeah, injuries coming at this time, not the greatest, for sure. So, it has to be said. Um, I don't know. I just, I refuse to, I refuse to lose, even though I understand completely the frustrations and to feel that way. I just, I, I'm not built that way to just lose that faith and that optimism, like, so instantly. I, I still say, Juventus will whip something up. They'll find a way. But is it is it necessarily the best thing for us? Because, like I said, we can be on these highs and then all of a sudden get brought right back down uh, to earth. And I could see us pulling something out in Champions League and then getting all revved up and then hit our next uh, Serie A match and just be brought right back down to where we started before that. I could easily see that happening. Okay. Um, one of the tough things is, is that, uh, yeah, we just, we've got a lot of injuries to deal with. Uh, Empoli is the match uh, next Saturday. Okay. A week today. So you've got Villarreal and then Empoli. I could easily see Juventus doing something great in the Champions League and dropping a dud to Empoli. I hope that doesn't happen, but I could e- I could easily see it. I could easily see it. Can I just Rap. say, Empoli, we're playing Empoli next week. And by this time next week, they could be higher than us in terms of goal scored. We, right now, we are tied with them in goal scored in 11th place. We are 11th in the league in terms of goal scored. Tied with Empoli, who have a game in hand. And we're playing them next week. I don't have confidence. I don't. I'm I, just saying that now. They I know. Tied us. We're in 11th place. He's uh, it, it it's hurting. It's hurting. There's no there's no if ands or buts about it. Like I mean, Max has not gotten goals out of this team. He's not finding a rhythm. He's not finding continuity. He's seen signs, but he has not gone towards them. Uh, that is a fair assessment to make of Max in my own uh, opinion, that's a fair assessment to him. Now, how do we correct things in your opinions? Okay. In your personal opinion, what needs to happen? Is it um, a matter of the personnel? Is it how we play? Is it a mentality thing? Are we incapable of changing because Max is not capable of changing? I said that statement a lot, quite a while ago, took a lot of heat from it too. But I said, this team will not evolve and grow until Max himself is willing to change. 
How do you feel about that statement I made a while ago? Lex? Um, yeah, I, I'd have to agree. I think like to my personal opinion, it's got to come down to finding the right combination in the middle. And I, he seems to be resistant to trying out certain combinations and still I've kind of harped on this a lot, but it still comes down to finding that midfield that works for our team. And I'd like, I think also I would say finding the, the proper midfield combination that gets the best out of our team. And then also um, approach wise. So like you said, I think approach is important. I think rather than kind of stifling our players and feeling like we always have to sit back and invite pressure, which is kind of a classic of kind of Max's style at times, I would say like trying to believe that we can be, we can kill teams off. We can score early and we can create goals. And I think we have the players to do that. How do you have Dybala, Morata and Vlaovic as your front three and you can't create goals. And I think like Raf, as you tweeted out, um, it's going to be Vlaovic's first game in the champions league this week and the world's going to be watching. And <laughs> Will he be able to get his goal? <laughs> Will Allegri um, kind of stifle that from for him? But, I mean, that's that's what I have to say. So, personally, I think that Alex pretty, like you said, pretty strong statement to put out, but I'd have to agree. I think Max needs needs to make those changes. Yeah, it's, it is. It, it's a, it is a strong statement, but I legitimately feel that way. I feel like this team... We've seen it even through our captain's words and whatnot. If they're believing that that's all they're capable of, that's not a positive. That's not a positive thing when your team believes they need to play garbage football and just work hard and it'll happen. I think another thing, another aspect to this, I think Max just thought goals would start flying all over the place because he's got Morata, Dybala, and Vlaovic up top. And it didn't really matter what he does in the middle of the park. If anybody should have known more than anyone, it's Max, that games are won and lost in the middle of the park. Continuously, we are watching our midline drop so far back. So far back. They are nowhere near playing close to or with or involved with our forwards on top of that he has decided in the past two matches to hold our fullbacks back as well you are relying solely on three players to create and score and do everything it ain't gonna happen it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen in Italy. And it sure as hell ain't going to happen in Europe. He has to change. Will he? We keep asking ourselves, will he? Time will tell. We'll have to see. Raph, I already know, is not very confident that Max will change. Raph, you and I, I think we're probably two of the very few that were protecting Pirlo a lot last season. Um, I saw the change. I think that's, I'm not going to get into this. He would have done better or whatever in this season because I don't think you can make the comparisons because the makeup of the teams have changed so much. I don't want to get into that discussion anyways. Did you see 
enough change worth God. being able God. to say that you should stick to, though. Okay, so Raph's, uh his Wi-Fi is, I think, toasted. Raph was way too hot. Lex, did you see enough change in this team last season to warrant maybe sticking with uh, a manager like Pirlo or whatnot? Did you see enough? Do you think there was enough progress towards what we were trying to go to? I think so. I think, like, I, I've mentioned it on earlier pods, too, that especially towards the end of our season, last season with Pirlo, I thought that we were finally seeing something come out of it. We were trying, we were seeing his philosophy through our players and through our play. And as I believe Omar and Raf both mentioned, that um, it's arguable that Ronaldo being there kind of stifled his um, style of play, having a player like him in it. And actually the game that he games he was sat out of near the end, especially, we really could really see it come through. So I feel like at that point last season, I just I know a lot of people and I was probably more emotional at the time. So I probably was maybe less confident in Pirlo at the end of last season, even though looking back in hindsight, you can say like, wow, yeah, you could really see his style of play coming through. And um, I didn't want him um, out last season because I felt like he deserved two years. I feel like coaches deserve more than one season. And I feel like our management with that overturn of coaches that we had had, like, I just felt like he deserved his second season, especially when he got us the Champions League spot. He got us two trophies. Like, I didn't feel like it warranted him to be let go of like that. I think he deserved that second year. And I mean, it's really interesting looking back now with, like you said, the squads have changed. It's hard to compare back and forth now. But I like, I would argue that he, Allegri, has more tools now with this team. And I feel like I'm seeing worse play than I was seeing near the end with Pirlo last season. I don't know. I've... So I think you covered very well what Raf would also reiterate in terms of uh, Pirlo and the coaching. But by saying that, that you don't think managers should just have one season, I guess Max should have yes. next season as well. Yes. And I've mentioned that earlier, like on, um, some, on another show too, where um, I do agree that although it's easy to get frustrated and this maybe is a little bit, reactionary because yesterday was not a great game for us i still do think that allegri deserves a second season 100 percent, and he raf. deserves a summer transfer window yeah raf does max deserve another season if we get top four definitely definitely if he doesn't with 120 something million spent on a midfielder a striker and another midfielder and you get europa league with that i don't know how you can keep your job but he signed a five-year contract. So it's like, regardless, we're stuck with him because he's earning nine million a year for five years. We're, we're stuck with him one way or another. So if it was down to me, if he doesn't get Champions League with all this money spent, with your experience, you're out of the door, man. Because Pirlo got top four a trophy with next to no signings other than Chiesa. He's the only player he wanted. He was out the door. So... Yeah, it's it's a tough. They sent they set themselves a dangerous precedence there, uh, based on expectations. I'm not really sure what the expectations are anymore. Really, does are we in the same boat if Max had this roster from the start of the season? Do you think we'd be as tight top four? Do you think we'd be higher up if he had this roster he has right now at the start of the year? 
I guess I'll go first. I, I think I think we would be higher because I do think we've seen some significant improvements. I think the beginning was a little bit um, tumultuous because we lost Ronaldo. We lost a center or main striker and a lot of like what I used to defend or to bail Max out a little bit when we would criticize him earlier was because we lost that strong number nine role. We were lacking in the middle. Okay, so yeah, I would say if we had this squad and he had more time with them from the beginning of the season, I, I think we're finishing higher. I think if we weren't finishing higher with this squad from the beginning of the season, then we'd have to seriously think about um, keeping them. But <laughs> yeah, I'm of uh, so Adam actually saying we can't keep fire managers and get them into a rebuild every year. <laughs> it's tough because I think the rebuild comes from your roster, but your roster has to make sense for the manager you have. And it, it, it's tough. We can't get into a coaching carousel. We can't do it. Max should have next season, uh, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, just talking realistically. There's a big, big loss that we haven't even touched on, which is Federico Chiesa. How big of an impact would Kiesa have with the addition of Flaovic? We've yet to see it. However, I understand fully the arguments and even what Lex was saying earlier on in the show, Max has not been able to get the best out of his best. Max has gotten more than we would have expected out of like a Dishilio or a Rugani, but our big guys aren't doing what they need to, and he's not yet been able to maximize what we need out of them. And the biggest thing is that's crazy for a team like Juventus to be in 11th for goals scored and whatnot. So this is, this is a tough one. This is a tough one, but we cannot create a coaching carousel. I think it's Max's next year, no matter what. And I'm fine with it. Um, Chiesa, Chiesa brings a whole new element. He is sorely missed. However, this is why it's such a tough discussion when you're bringing up Allegri and whatnot, because even Chiesa himself was not doing anything under Max. Completely different styles. We were playing 4-4-2. Um, Chiesa was used as a second up top. Now we're in a 4-3-3 without wingers. You know, using Morata, using uh, Dybala, whatnot. It's it's very, very tough. It's very, very tricky. Uh, I believe Dybala can play in a 4-3-3. I've never said he can't. Um, I, I just, I'd never believed it. I think he can. Does it work with a guy like Morata at the same time? I don't think so. I think, it, I think everything's got to change. Um uh, a winger. I'd like to see a winger and a true winger on one side. The ball on the other. But the midfield for me is where Max is failing the most. Um, so we'll have to see. And I think that's why you get such drastic changes in matches. We went into this one yesterday feeling pretty confident. We were generating a lot of chances. But yesterday, it all went to naught. And why? Midfield was all wrong. All wrong. Um, and he didn't make the right changes. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. But, uh, man, Alex saying right out of the gate, 
Chiesa is going to change things big time. Raf, you think Chiesa is uh, the thing that's going to make the biggest change? Um, no, because Allegri is not going to use him the same way he was being used last season. He'll, um, he'll make a difference for sure, but I'm not sure to what extent because even before we saw him with like what two two goals in the league until yeah. January, and it's like that's not the kids that we were seeing last season. Last season he created 18 clear cut chances for our players. This season, I think the numbers are like one. Yeah, that yeah. just shows the difference in how he's being used. It's a big. I like he's literally using him at who well, he was using him as a. We're just gonna lump the ball up. Get him behind and we'll see if you can score. He's not a number nine. And he was being used as a number nine for, for, for however long this season. He's yeah. going to make a difference, but it, it, it won't be the same Keza that we saw last year. And here's the thing. This is my highlight. This is my highlight on why it's so uh, it's so much more on Max. is because the players, these performances have changed from year to year to year. You have to have... You have to have that come from the manager to make it all make sense. You have the players in place. If you get drastic, drastic changes in the performances and what's succeeding, what's failing, and the only thing to show for it and the change is the personnel that's used, now they're played, something's got to give. You know, like we can't say that our roster. And our middle of the park, like how how many more times can we say our midfield sucks? You're going to tell me Torino's midfield is better than Juve's midfield. Yesterday, it was more balanced and it showed because we just wanted to put Rabio out there with Sakaria, which was a strange, strange combo in my personal opinion, um, to have those guys share the pitch. We used to see it all the time with Rabio and Bentancourt. And say it a million times over. Don't let these guys share the pitch. Expecting something different when you've seen this a million times over is wild to me. It's the wildest thing ever. So you want to get some chemistry with your players, with your team. You have to keep certain things the same. If your team comes out, you have a team that's struggling to score goals all season. All of a sudden, you make a shift in a game, and these guys start to click, and it's going. Why on earth do you shut that down and not go to it ever again? I've never seen, I've never seen a manager not like so blatantly ignore it. Let's put it that way. I've never seen a manager, one that I've played for. Uh, when I was coaching uh, the staff that I was involved with, I've never seen anybody do it. And I can't get, I can't wrap my head around that. Do you guys agree? Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it gets harder to defend him where, where I'm kind of going to stick with saying is that he just hasn't gotten the best out of our players, especially our best players. And you look at like Morata last season, how many goals and assists? You look at Chiesa last season how he was playing um, under Pirlo, had a breakout season under Pirlo. You look at even at Ronaldo, as I mentioned before, like had his lowest goal scoring season under Allegri. Look at even Keane at PSG last season. Okay, he was playing out on the wing. Okay, he was next to Neymar and Mbappe, sure. But he was still, 
producing and playing much better than he is here. And it's just, that's the frustrating part is where it just feels like, I feel like it, you can't really say that it's the personnel anymore. It's more how they're being used and whether or not we want, we'll see Allegri change. I don't know. I hope so. But I, like you mentioned, Al, you bring up good points too in saying like, our midfield is, you can't look at our midfield that we have and even the payroll we have, our, these players that we have on, and you can't look at Torino's midfield and say, yeah, they're better, but they completely dominated the park yesterday. And I think like looking at our players, like there's a lot of teams too that are producing much more goals. Raf mentioned we're 11th in um, goals in the league and coaches that have squads that are on much lower budgets than our team with arguably much less talent than our team and they're producing goals. They're creating chances. Why aren't we? Yeah, exactly. I want to take a quick reminder to everybody, like the video while you're here. If you're new to the channel, subscribe to the channel and uh, start getting your questions in. We're going to, we have time for just a few for uh, storm the barn. Okay. But get them in there. These are all great points. Uh, Lex, and uh, you know, it's just, it, it, it's, it's not that it's all on max, yeah. but there are some big, big signs there. A coach that repeatedly asks for more goals out of the midfield, but is banking on them from the guys that he puts in those positions doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Okay. So to continue to force feed Rabio down everybody's throat and expect goals out of the midfield, it ain't happening, Max. It never will. Get over it. Change things up. Locatelli, he'll give you a couple more goals. More goals than Rabio. Uh, he's more important to this team to get over there than holding him back. Artur, there's been shouts for Artur over on the side. I don't really see it happening, to be honest. Uh, McKenny, McKenny's another guy that could get you some goals out of the middle of the park. So your rotations in there need to be on point. Torino, Torino's midfield is not as good as Juventus's. Torino had almost 40% in our third, in our final third, almost 40% of play. Think about that. That is absurd. That is absolutely absurd, everybody. Max needs to answer the questions that are being asked of him. So far, okay, I'm more on Max being more of the issue than the roster uh, this season as to where we are. It all plays a part. At the start of the year, we had a lot of player errors and stuff like that. So I will not always give it, you know, to Max. But yesterday, he didn't do anything to try and turn the tides. To say he was handcuffed too, I think is not, not true. Not true. Few questions. Let's see. What do we have? Why the hell is Zakaria not playing as a CDM? Well, we talked about it. Uh, I'm willing to try it. And the thing was in the match day live, I said I would have had no fear trying it yesterday against Torino. Would you have been nervous about trying it against Torino, Raf? Uh, I'm not sure because from everything I've read and I've seen and I've heard from like even his coaches, he's not a holding midfielder. He's a box-to-box midfielder. From from what I've... Because I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I've watched 
um, Borussia Mönchengladbach because I haven't and I don't care about yeah. it. But from everything I've seen, I've read, I've researched, everyone says he's a box-to-box midfielder. So I don't know why. I think he played that way for his national side. To be well, as a holding midfielder? I think so. Then we can experiment. It's we not like experiment. a true holding midfielder, though, because it's like, it's different. Like, you're, if you think about even... Uh, Casemiro, for instance, but Casemiro is very good technically, uh, better than uh, Zakaria will not. But Modric and Cruz will still drop down on the given side and take over the ball possession duties and distribution and whatnot. And I think that's kind of more the role was he was just that defensive block in front of the center backs. But I'm pretty sure nationally he did that as well. Um, I don't know if I'd be scared to try it, though especially against uh, Torino and not. Was that the be-all, end-all? Well, it would have broken things up because you could have had, obviously, then that frees up Locatelli to a side, and then you have another option on the other one. I don't mind Zakaria as a box-to-box. I'll be quite honest. I like the way he plays. I like what he brings. I have no problem with it. My problem was when I saw that midfield yesterday, the points you know are going to happen, Locatelli beat way too deep. So he's going to be way too deep. And then Zakaria and Rabio, pretty limited. You'd have to break those two up. That's just how I see it. Lex, would you have been nervous to try that against Torino? Um, no, I don't think I would have been nervous to try it. I don't know if that's I still I like I agree. I think I like him as a box to box. Um, I like Rav, haven't watched him before much. So just going off of what I've seen from him at Juve so far. I don't know if I'm convinced of him technically to play CDM. That would just be my only kind of stipulation right now. But Yeah. If we keep Max, which we all think will happen, Max will stay. Uh, I don't see any. Yeah, I just don't think it's happening. What do you think we'll be saying about Juve this time next year? Interesting. Um, I guess I'll go first unless Rafa, you want to go? I think I'm, Raph's I'm still trying to cause it. Yeah, yeah you, you can go. You can go. Well, I hope I hope good things. I hope we're saying that we're in first place and that we're qualified in the Champions League as well. Because honestly, um, I think that wanting to see more from Max and kind of you know giving dishing some blame out to him does not mean that don't we don't want him to succeed because his success and Juve's success. Are going to be combined so i i honestly hope that we're saying good things i think i think i'm confident we will be i, I think i think he figures it out i think for the good for our team i hope he figures it out yeah raf what do you think oh i think it's time no again here's what i think i think uh we're gonna get uh oh i think raf's back what do you think we'll be saying next year raf I think I'm here. I want to make it short and sweet. Uh, I don't know. I think it just depends on the signings we make. Yeah, there you go. And I think, honestly, I was going to say, I think it might be a lot of the same. I think we'll be battling in the top three. Um, And I think uh, we're still going to be very, very frustrated because I think this team's going to have a pretty strong summer as far as the Mercado goes. And I think we're still going to be frustrated and think that Max could be doing better because we're not clear ahead 
in first place because I think it's still going to be a battle. But Juve will be in top three battling for first and we'll still be unsatisfied. Uh, so that's what I think. But let's move on. Let's see what else we got for some questions. Uh, we could probably got room for one or two more here on uh, Storm the Barn here. Um, let's see here. Uh, I don't look. Deli Arthur and Zicker should be the new midfield trio against Fiat Real. Look at Deli Arthur Zakaria against Via Real. Yes or no? I say yes. Yes for me, but will never happen. <laughs> it won't happen. Because <laughs> we have Allegri as manager. He, he can't deny it anymore, can he? Yes. I, I'm going to go with Yeah. Should we place a wager on this that Locatelli and Arthur <laughs> will start against Villarreal? I would bet any money they won't yeah, start I'm putting, together. I'm putting my money you the table. will bet any money. Okay. We have to do something here. We have to do some type of wager. <laughs> but I just don't want to take that bet because I don't think Max will start. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, probably last one here. I uh, will take from uh Dells here. Which player, if any, can you say has improved this season under Max? <laughs> Maybe Weston, but he hasn't, uh, he wasn't much worse under Pirlo either. I, I will say Dibala, but that's solely because he's not been injured for 80% of the season. Yeah, it's. So which Everyone player has, has improved? It's tough to say because the other two weren't even with us. But like Rugani and Dechilio. Uh Weston is close, but he was really good the first half last season with Pirlo. Yeah. So it's, yeah, maybe two. You can give him three. Yeah. Remember last season, we could, we could pinpoint every single player that improved. We could say it. We knew who the improvement was. We had Danilo who improved massively, Cuadrado who improved massively, Morata was in double digits in goals and assists. He improved. We could name these guys. This season we're struggling. Why are we struggling? We we employed a more experienced manager. How are we struggling to find players that have improved? I think that's probably it. I think that's probably it uh for players is them and that's that's an issue. It's all got to make sense, though. Like, I don't know. Was Quadrado just getting all those assists because he had CR in there? Like, that's not the case either. I don't believe it was the case. We played in a manner that controlled the play, and we wanted to generate, and we did generate a lot of opportunities to score. So you look at last year. I bring this up all the time because it's the truth. We were the team that had the most biggest chances created, okay, by, in the league. By a, by a, by a pretty substantial By margin. a lot. By a lot, okay? And it's not coincidence that all of a sudden we find ourselves 11th in the league in scoring goals. And, yes, you lose Ronaldo, but you create – and we're, this is big chances. This is not just opportunities. So if people want to throw at, well, last game we had 18 total attempts or whatever. No, no. B 
big chances, okay? Big chances. We were the highest last season. This year we're not even we're not even in the ballpark, okay? We're not even in that range. Last year we let it by a mile. Possession. We cannot gain possession against weak teams this year because the pressure is too weak because we're playing safe. We are playing matches too scared. This team needs to have some fucking balls and get after it. We saw Pirlo in the damn locker room losing it on Chiesa. And Chiesa went out there and rewarded him. Got some goals and they went after it. They played. Yes, it didn't always go our way. And yes, there were many frustrations last season. But we played the game in a manner that was positive. We didn't have our players believing that what we saw yesterday is all we're capable of. That's the part that scares me the most. And Max, I'm looking at you, man. I need you to start in reinstilling the faith, okay, from Juventini in yourself. You need to get things right, and we need to start picking it up. I'm tired of putting it all on players, and I'm not putting it solely on Max, but it is his job right now as the leader of this team to fix things. And get it sorted. But what we saw yesterday is unacceptable. No Juve fan should ever stand for that garbage against a rival in a derby. Okay? This is the Derby de la Mola. And it demands way more than that. Time for another retiro. I'm taking one. I'm taking a retiro, okay, until Tuesday. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Uh, but, yeah. It's it's got to change. It's got to be way better. What we saw yesterday is unacceptable. Again, we we gave you all the examples you should need. You make up your own minds as to what you think is a problem. What you see, I see many problems, and unfortunately, the majority of them. Yes, we win and lose as a team, but the majority of them, unfortunately, are signals of Max needing to up his game. The changes, the substitutions, even the starting combinations that's on max um you know personal performances that has been uh, a little subpar from certain guys too was it the be all end all and why we're getting these results i don't think so because you should never be given torino 40 percent play in your final third it's simply unacceptable at home might i add okay in casa okay in casa unacceptable i for one will not stand for it i know raf won't because he fried his wi-fi today telling you all that he will not <laughs> tolerate it okay lex lex is super nice way too nice so she's gonna be really really diplomatic about it but she also said the same thing damn it max give us more give us more let's hope on tuesday it starts there and then let's hope for a follow-through with Empoli. Let's see where the chips land at the end of the season. We have a lot of work to do, Juventino, okay? We have a lot of work to do. Everybody, thank you for joining us. One last reminder to like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. Uh, we will be back with a match day live on Tuesday, getting you amped up for the Champions League. Of course, the trophy will be in the house, okay? 
uh, let's get amped up for that one. And hopefully uh, the lads deliver. Okay. Thanks everybody for the support. Again, check the sponsor, stripedheartspearl.com. Get yourself some cool merch in the meantime. Uh, some wicked new uh, Trezeguet and uh, Gigi designs. And we will talk to you on Tuesday. Ciao, tutti. Filo alla fila. Forza Juve. No matter what. Ciao.